0: Aloha everyone. I am super excited to bring to you this jestery. This jestery is the live reading of my script Captured. I was so excited to be able to finally get some guides together to do a reading of this script. It's very informal. It was just for fun and so I could hear my script we just recorded this today, and I am so excited to share this with you. If you had already listened to the third episode of Cause and Effect of the LGP, the antagonist characters in this script are the characters that episode was focused on. Ben and the, the gang of boys, or gang of young men, what have you. We had so much fun putting this together, and I'm just so very thankful to all the actors who took their time out on a Saturday afternoon, a very, very hot Saturday afternoon, to come together here in Honolulu and do this reading, and they were fabulous. I will let you guys sit back and relax and listen to the live reading of the stage play. Captured.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Captured. Satire by Janae Wynne Herring. Captured. A Lolita Gentry Project. Scene 1. Lolita Gentry is tied up in an industrial warehouse on the outskirts of Portland, Oregon. She is badly beaten. She sits with her head down. There are five trashy-looking young men between the ages of 18 and mid-20s roaming about the area. Bowski, Jonathan, Carl, Trent, and Andrew. Bowski walks up to Lolita and grabs her face, jerking her head up and staring into her eyes. Bowski looks young for his age, though he is in his 20s. He is small, white, young, and very trashy. He, as young as he is, he has lived a hard life. He is a very angry person. If you're smart, you'll sit here nice and quiet like a good little girl.
0: So, if I'm a bad girl, I'll get spankings? This time, not from you. You're just a little
1: tiger, aren't you? How about one from a man? Angry, Bowski throws Lolita's face to the side. Lolita is a sexy middle-aged black woman. She shows no fear, but is always calculating the movements in the room. She needles Bowski, pushing his loose buttons. You fucking shut up, you fucked up smartass bitch.
0: Foul language doesn't make you more tough, you know. Maybe when your
1: balls drop, that might help. He slaps her. Jonathan runs over and grabs him. If you damage her too much, your boss will be pissed. Yeah, save me for the daddy. Don't waste my time with the lapdog. dog. Bowski starts after Lolita again. This time is stopped by the giggles of one of his men, Carl. Carl is a muscular, good looking young black man. Though his muscles, though his muscular and gangster demeanor is quite intimidating, he is pretty laid back and finds most situations funny. <laughs> Girl, you crazy. Lap dog. You shut the fuck up, Carl. Bitch, who you talking to? You better recognize. The two square off for a few seconds. Bowski tries to be as big as Carl. It just tense in the room. Then... Man, I'm sorry. They do the boy hug. This motherfucking whore is stressing me out, man. It's all good, yo. You okay? Yeah, man, I, I apologize. Okay. Okay. Remember, bros before hoes. Yeah, that's right, man. All the boys except Jonathan laugh and slap each other's hands and play, wrestle, etc. Lolita rolls her eyes. Lolita notices that Jonathan doesn't join in to the playfulness of the others. He seems to isolate himself from the others and is very awkward. He watches them and glances at her, quickly looking away when he sees her seeing him. We hear the voice of Zach, as though his voice is coming, as a whisper from her well-hidden earpiece. Lolita, are you okay? I'm fine. Lights fade on the warehouse. Scene two. Lights up. Zack, Eduardo, and Ben in a car. Zack, Eduardo, and a very high-powered man named Ben all sit in a car one mile but out of sight from the warehouse. They correspond with Lolita via an earpiece. Zack works for Lolita. He is a very good-looking white ex-military man between the ages of 25 and 30. Though he is excellent at his job, he is a bit naive. However, he is an oddly empathetic and protective of his friends. Eduardo also works for Lolita and is, let's say, special. He lives in his own world, and whatever that world is, it is full of laughs, for he is always giggling. An Asian man in his late 30s. He is different-looking, neither good-looking nor ugly. He wears an eye patch on one eye and a look of wonder in the other. He is, however, the best at what he does when it is time to do it. Eduardo hangs out of the car window in the back seat, spying with his binoculars, giggling like a child. Ben is an older white man in his mid to late 50s. He is quite distinguished. He looks as though he should be a representative in Washington. He is an extremely powerful man. He, um, As he listened to the conversation on the radio, his power suffered And his vulnerability began to quickly take charge. Maybe we should bust him now. Stick with the plan, Zach. I'm fine. She is a tough one, isn't she? You have no idea. It's almost like she gets a sick thrill from this. I wouldn't put it past her. Eduardo laughs hysterically. (laughs) Both Zach and Ben look at Eduardo, annoyed. That bald guy is always getting in trouble. He laughs and mimics Curly's famous noise. He falls back in intense laughter. What are you talking about, buddy? The TV is black and white. Those three guys that hit each other and make weird noises. Zach takes the binoculars away from Eduardo and looks. That's a manufacturing warehouse. You're watching the TV of some security guard. You're supposed to be watching Lolita. I was, but that guy's watching TV. Lights fade on the car as scene three. The lights come up on the warehouse. It's dinner time. The guys are eating, drinking, and making merry at the table. Not far from Lolita, Jonathan brings Lolita food.
0: Fancy. Room and board. If I could, I'd give this place a pretty good Yelp review. Jonathan
1: says nothing but spoons up some food to feed her. I'm not eating fat. Aren't you hungry? Not that hungry. Jonathan takes the food away. Hey,
0: how's this work? We sit here all day waiting for this boss of yours before the party? Not allowed to talk about it. Oh, come on. A hint? What a shame. You following the crowd found yourself caught up in something you wish you could get out of. Well, don't you worry, laddie. Your nightmares will soon be over. You'll feel no more pain.
1: Jonathan stares at her with slight fear. Balski approaches and pulls him away. Hey, go sit down.
0: Aw, little commander in charge. Aloha.
1: Hey, don't talk to any of my men. I'm bored. What else am I supposed to do? Balski walks away. She whispers to her men in the car.
0: They're being tight-lipped. We gotta find out what's up before this boss gets
1: here. Who are you talking to? Um, You? But you're ignoring me. He rushes over and starts fondling her. Are you wired or something? <laughs> Quit! Quit it! Stop! The way you work me over,
0: if I were wired, it would have been broken. Don't be
1: stupid. Don't call me stupid.
0: Huh. Only the stupid would get upset about being called
1: stupid. If you don't shut up, I will rip your tongue out of your mouth. Offstage, we hear shocked and worried gasp from Lolita's men, and then... <gasps> Which simulates the sound we might hear through the hidden earpiece. What was that? What was what? The gasping noise.
0: The ghosts of all those you have murdered.
1: You talk way too much. I could easily squeeze the life out of you. Bowski's men stand ready to grab him. And I would enjoy fucking your lifeless body all the more. Bowski! He lets go and starts to walk away. Lolita coughs and gasps for air. We're ending this now.
0: Stick to the plan.
1: What? What? What did you say?
0: <clears throat> I said, you're not much of a man. You can only get it when she's not moving. And even then, you must wait till your boss get, gives you permission. Shame. Different circumstances? You and I would have some experience. (laughs) I'd let you do so much to me. What are your greatest fantasies?
1: As she speaks, he softens and falls to his knees in front of her. One can see his true fantasies come across his mind, his lustful, nasty fantasies, that if he could, he would play them out right there. I can see your fantasies, and they are nasty. Lolita bites her lips and looks down, shy-like. He gets closer to her and smells her neck. Just imagine all you could do with me. He touches her breasts and locks eyes with him. She locks eyes with him. What do you want from me? He moves in for a kiss and she hits him with her head. You bitch! You fucking bitch! I can't wait to fry you like the other cunts. Fry me? Yeah. We fucked them bitches till they were lifeless, then threw them in the fire at back and watched them fucking whores go up in flames. Just how we gonna do to you? And I'm going to be sure to be the one to light you up. You burned the bodies of those girls? Lights fade up slightly on the men in the car as they listen and react to what they hear from the warehouse on the radio. Yeah. The last one had too much fight like you. We burned her alive. (laughs) She wasn't too tough then. When she begged for her life. Ben buries his face in his hands. I'm sorry, sir. My little girl, my little girl! Ben yells and punches the passenger side window, which shatters. Falski walks away from Lolita, proud of himself. Lolita recovers from a slight emotion she felt and speaks into her hidden radio. We see what happens in both locations. The bodies are out back, behind the warehouse.
0: Stay focused, guys. We gotta get the job done.
1: Roger that. Zack starts the car. The men are silent. Their lights fade to black as they foc- As the focus returns to the warehouse, then the boss walks in. What is up, my scatamuchis? And Carl. Carl smiles a little and nods, his head respectively. The boss walks in larger than life, older than the others, about 40-ish. He is much more livelier than the others and dresses as though he is part of the city council. He oddly brings life to the environment except to Jonathan, who doesn't join in. As the rest of who are excitedly acknowledge their boss with a hey boss, etc., Jonathan bows his head, cleans up, and successfully makes himself invisible to the rest. y'all have dinner? <laughs> I have. And now I'm ready for dessert. Lolita looks up at the boss and gives him her signature half-smile. Though the focus remains on the inside of the warehouse, lights reveal Eduardo setting up explosives outside the warehouse as Zach kneels near him. Listening to the conversation through his earpiece, Ben's gunmen, who are from Libya, and women, the gunmen and women, all dressed in black suits, they cover the boys. Everyone moves quietly like cats.
0: So, you are the man
1: of the hour. I'm looking forward to this. The lights go down on Zack, Eduardo, and the gunmen and women. (laughs) Oh? She's heard about me. Well, baby, the anticipation is over. Mm. Bowski, you were right. This one has some substance. I'm going to really enjoy every morsel. Mm, She smells expensive.
0: Oh, yes, I am.
1: Bowski, get her ready. The boss winks at Lolita as he walks away.
0: We're ready. In five.
1: Four. Well, it's time, Mouse. You're finally going to get what you deserve. He bends to untie her from the pole.
0: Three. But first, I have something to remember me by. Two.
1: What? One. This. As Lolita flings her arms back from her arms from her back, an explosion out back blows the windows. She covers Bowski, shielding him from the shards of the explosion lights out scene four lights up a disturbing pile behind the warehouse Ben has his own men and women escorting the tide boys out to the mound of women's charred bodies facing the mound the men and women force the boys to their knees where they quietly stare at the burned bodies they set on fire after they raped and killed them the men and women hold their guns on the back of the boys heads. a couple of the boys try to be brave a couple shiver or beg for their lives Eduardo watches it all play out in an open-eyed shock. Zack tries to dress Lolita's wounds. She fans him away like a pesky fly. You are by far the best. You risked everything just for us to find these goddamn boys who took my baby away from me. Well, I kind of enjoyed a large portion of that. Zack and Eduardo react as if to say, that's our Lolita. Thank you.
0: No thanks needed. You're paying a huge price for this.
1: Lolita looks at Bowski, who catches her, stares at her, and looks... Stare and looks at her. Bless your baby boy heart. You can't even do a simple kidnapping
0: without getting executed. I'm sorry I played you, buddy. But as they say, we learn from our mistakes. Did you learn something, darling? He starts to spit. Uh Ah! You better swallow that spit,
1: Mr. Potty Mouth. Confused, not from fear, he doesn't spit.
0: That's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lolita looks at Jonathan. He looks straight ahead, trying to stay strong. She walks over to him. She bends down and stares into his eyes. After a second, he looks at her. Zack, Eduardo, and Ben watch her curiously.
0: May I have this one? I'll knock off 20%. Uh,
1: take him. I owe you for a broken car window anyways. Thank you. Wait, what? <laughs> Scene five. Lights slow fade up of Lolita and her gang as we hear it, shots fired. Lolita and her men are back at the car. In the distance, we can hear the noise of shots firing as the boss and the remaining boys are executed. Zack close the trunk of their car and heads to the driver's seat, passing Lolita, who is staring at the broken window. Eduardo is in the passenger seat looking around the broken edges of the the broken window by turning his whole body around. Jeez, I can't believe this. Well, he was pretty upset. And he said he'd pay for the damages. I know. She ushers Eduardo to the back as she gets in. What are you going to do with him? Indicating Jonathan in the trunk.
0: Well, I marked him. We'll drop him off on the street somewhere and... He'll turn himself in, or... I don't know. Just being executed like that didn't fit him. I don't know.
1: It's ironic. Ben's daughter was kidnapped, raped, and murdered, and he is one of the biggest leaders of the human trafficking rings.
0: Well, it's not ironic. And let's call a spade a spade. He's head of the slave trade. But I know what you're trying to say.
1: Do you think we'll get our comeuppance for what we
0: do? Oh, definitely. Yep. Yep. Can we go get some ice cream? Well, you guys did such a great job today. I think you're deserving of ice cream.
1: Yay! Can I get some ice cream too? Zach and Eduardo look at her with puppy dog eyes, pleading for Jonathan. (sighs) I suppose. Yay! Yay. And scene. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I'm Janae Herring, playing the role of Lolita Gentry Hi,
1: I'm Braddock DeKaris, I'm playing Zach Abraham I'm Jared, I'm playing the roles of Jonathan and Eduardo. I'm Tim Archer, I'm playing the role of Ben I'm Nick Amador, and I'm playing Bowski. <laughs> I'm Eric Steinwand, and I'm playing Carl with a K And the boss <laughs> And reading the stage directions And grabbing Janae her chicken. And And the chauffeur. And the chauffeur.
0: Mahalo for listening. If you'd like to learn more about the Lolita Gentry Project, please go to our website at www.lolitagentry.com.